0: Welcome to the Battleground Wisconsin podcast. My name is Matt Breski, and I'm the deputy director here at Citizen Action. And welcome to a special podcast. We are going to spend some time talking about spring elections and also talking about the new Wisconsin Working Families Party. And I have a special guest to do that. That is a fellow deputy director, Ian Biddle. Ian is the deputy director of the Wisconsin Working Families Party. Welcome here.
1: Glad to be
0: here. Well, Ian, I'm glad you could come in because we are. Uh, this this will be out Friday. We're just uh, basically TV get out the vote for right. spring elections here. And we uh, talked on our weekly podcast about the very important state Supreme Court race. But here in Milwaukee County, and I'm sure most of our listeners, whether you live in uh, Milwaukee County or the region or statewide, know that we have a critical county executive election between Chris Larson, and uh Chris Abley right. and the Wisconsin Working Families Party is playing a central role. Before I get you to go in depth on that. Okay. Spend a, just give us our listeners a few minutes to let them know about yourself first, we'll do. Ian, and then a little bit about the Wisconsin Working Families and why this race is so important and and what what we're doing.
1: Got it. Um so for those who are not familiar with me Ian Biddle senior for the past I want to say 10 years I've been working for progressive organizations such as SEIU in various capacities as organizer, political director, executive director um, here Denver all over the midwest for different political campaigns I'm a former county board supervisor representing the people of the 10th district former candidate for alderman uh, so past 4 years have been a, a whirlwind for me
0: but a lot of experience, a lot here, of experience. both in Milwaukee local politics local but politics also is national my thing. union yes.
1: politics national union politics I've I've been able to really have a diverse array of experiences when it's come to political organizing and community organizing. Um, so the Working Families Party was something that's right up my alley. It was something I actually been I was actually researching maybe three, four years ago when they started to really get hot with Mary de Blasio and the campaign in New York mm-hmm. and then paid attention to what they did uh, with Ross Baraka in Newark, New Jersey and fighting against the, the I think, the, the voucher and charter schools uh, lobby it, were trying to come in and, and had their handpicked candidate. And if you look at their... The background of Working Families Party is that they're, they're, they're a viable alternative for people on the left. If you if you consider yourself a progressive, if you consider yourself a radical, if you consider yourself someone who, I'm with the Dem Party because it's there, but I really want to get involved in, in more grassroot leftist political organizing, I think that the, the Working Families Party is a vehicle and apparatus for, for folks like that who find themselves kind of maybe ignored by the Democratic Party.
0: So you mentioned obviously you referenced some other places around the country. This is a national party. Mm-hmm. It's in a number of states. Yes, its home is New York. New in York. Terms of so where you have it's New the York largest.
1: You have Connecticut, um, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, D.C. Uh, I know they're expanded in New Mexico and Arizona, and I know they have one in. I know that they're trying to get one in Washington too. So and then but Oregon is. Is one of their biggest states where they pass a lot of progressive things around democracy, around taxation, around uh, voting rights. So this is this is the progressive party of the future, in my opinion. And and we endorse Bernie nationally. We, you, we, right? we we're one of the uh, the few organizations to really come out and endorse Bernie. And you see, he's he's kicking butt in Iowa. He's kicking butt in New Hampshire, and hopefully, he has momentum going into South Carolina. So, so and and I want to
0: reference for our listeners. We're not going to get into the weeds about political party yeah. uh, versus a um, j- uh, just an organization, mm-hmm. um, Marina Dmitrievich, the director yes. of the organization, appeared on our podcast. I will put a link to that, um, where she went into, into depth a little bit more about the differences between New York, Fusion, right. all that stuff. But to get to the point here in Wisconsin, um, while it may not be technically a, quote, political party, it's operating like a political party in terms of trying to really... Right insert itself in elections with a very clear agenda. Right. And, and you've mentioned that around really focusing on economic issues mm-hmm. of working families and you know what does it take. Um, so But <laughs> here in Milwaukee County in particular, if, if I'm correct, is that is that right, really a, a focus here in yes. the county? Yes. Okay. So I, th- I, th-
1: I think that the way to look at the Working Families Party is how do you build a political movement? I think that's what essentially we're trying to figure out is on a local scale with the, the state legislature being the way that it is, with Governor Walker still being in power and messing everything up in the state, how do we start to build, rebuild the grassroots, build the enthusiasm, the excitement around democracy, around politics, get people engaged on the issues that really matter to them? And I think that's what makes the Working Families Party work, is that we, we talk about the issues that matters to the communities that we're trying to organize and we try to bring the community with us in, in that. And so as an African American man, I'm proud to work for the Working Families Party because when you look at police violence happening around in Chicago, Ferguson, Baltimore, even Flint, you see the Working Families Party coming out, speaking on those issues, and making very strong statements around issues of racial equity, racial inequality, um, and you know the economic populist message that is is sorely needed in this political narrative.
0: Yeah, no, I, I. I'll let our listeners know I've been a part of the process mm-hmm. uh, for, for Citizen Action as we're an organization that is um, a part of the Wisconsin Working Families, and I've been a part of the process with candidate interviews, right. and what has been unique um, is the really the melding of both these economic issues mm-hmm. with, the, with the issue of race, which right. is um, obviously a huge issue, critical issue in a state like Wisconsin and Milwaukee, where we have National leading right. um, numbers in terms Horrible of stats discrepancies. Right. Yep, right. right. And we talked about that. Robert talked very eloquently about that issue um, and why we are endorsing Joe Donald for Supreme Court mm-hmm. in terms of really taking on the, uh, the, that issue. Those type of issues, yeah. But really important <laughs> and in Milwaukee where we are now, and right. we have we have local spring elections that are nonpartisan. Right. Right. So in a city that's ostensibly democratic. Um, you Socialist have non- background, right, and that right. Stuff. You know, very progressive city. Yeah. But you have nonpartisan elections where voters lose a lot of the cues. Right. In terms of who's wi- right. w- which, in terms of who's a Republican, who's a Democrat, who's right. conservative, liberal, who's with me, who's against me, and I think that opportunity is great for the Working Families Party because we're able to come in and and a stamp, right. or, You know, that is like a, this a guide, a yes, map. You know, absolutely. Like a slate of
1: of candidates that are going to be. Working uh, work and family type candidates. So, I mean, when you look at our roster of of local uh, candidates that we've endorsed from the county board, you have Sequana Taylor. Uh, she's come from the movement. She is a member of MTA. She's the president of the educational associ- uh, assist- Education yep. assistance. Yep. Um, she's at the five for fifteen rallies. She's out there organizing. And what district is she running again? Second district. For- so that's where Khalif Rainey is vacating. Okay. So she's come into that district and she has no opponent. So we have our first victory with Saquana Taylor, who I think cares and is smart and will get it at the county. Uh, in the fifth district, you have marcilia Nicholson. That was the, the seat vacated by uh, Martin Weddle, who's running for alderman now. Uh, she's an MTA activist, young African-American woman. Uh, she's an eMERGE, um, just doing wonderful work in the community, and then you have Martha De La Rosa, who's now the head of uh, Wisconsin Jobs now, formerly um, yep. nine to five. Nine to five, yep. And she's running against Deanna Alexander, someone that I find absolutely <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> and, <laughs> well, and it needs to be taken out. And, and so, we, right there, that just shows you the the commitment to work that Working Families Party has into working in local communities. You know, we identified and targeted you know three African American women who can lead, and I think they have a, a great chance of winning. And I think that's going to be a a great thing for the African American community, great for the African American woman community, and the woman community in general, that to see these type of leaders stepping up in this type of way. Yeah,
0: Martha in particular, Martha De La Rosa, is someone who our uh, Citizen Action organizing cooperative members have chosen right. to really focus on her right. race, um, and have been out already knocking doors, and will be out again this weekend knocking right. doors. Um, so. Yeah. And by the way, we will put a list of uh, a link to all of the candidates uh, that the Wisconsin working families have endorsed so that if you live in the Milwaukee area, you can go on and see if your particular area has an endorsed candidate. Um, Let's talk. Let's talk a bit about the county executive race. This this is this is the big the the big big dog. Right. And um, and so tell us a little bit about um, obviously Chris Larson has been endorsed and, and what the party sees at stake in this election.
1: I think for, for most folks who are associated with the party, like this is our David and Goliath moment. Um, Chris Abley represents everything that's wrong about Democratic politics. He's someone who operates as a, as a Democrat in name, but he governs like a Republican. Uh, and what I mean is privatization of public assets, uh, the, the NPS takeover, dismantling of the county board, he's been very power hungry. And someone that I'm, I don't consider a, f- a fair broker of power. Um, so Chris, this, this race for me is personal because I used to fight against Chris Abley on the county board. And we saw a lot of these things, myself, Theo, Marina, we saw a lot of these things come in the come past. Well, a lot of people didn't want to listen because you know Chris Abley's pretty rich and donates to a lot of different progressive causes. And so, when you're you're looking at the future, Milwaukee County, and it's very scary. I mean, he has unilateral authority to to sell county land. Um, if if certain land is in zone, but as park land, he can sell it without any type of public input or legislative oversight. Uh, he has his his eyes set on General Mitchell International Airport. We know this; it's been in white papers with the uh, with the with the organization that Julia Taylor is is a part of. Um, so he's everything wrong with progressive politics, everything wrong with democratic politics. And I think without the Working Families Party, you would not have a challenge to Chris Abley right now. You would have people just saying, he's the county executive, same old same old. But the Working Families Party said differently. We said this is an opportunity for us to to get a champion who's been there. And Chris Larson has been there. If you check his, his credentials, he ran against a corporate Democrat in 2010 and Jeff Playley.
0: Jeff Playley, yep.
1: And 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 we were, you know, behind. Pushing him to the forefront to, to run and really working behind the scenes to get him elected, and I think that sh- that sent a shockwave. And what did Jeff Playley do when he lost? He ended you know, up working for the Walker administration. And Jeff
0: know. just recently left uh, his rec- most recent job oh, in disgrace. Oh yes. really? <laughs> uh, yes, he was a uh, w- he was a Walker appointee, and he was the one who uh, didn't bring up any. Um, there were no charges for the folks who were having sex uh, ah, at work, and he it, uh, he, he it, just recently it, resigned. It, it. But oh, we wow. di- we digress of uh, profiles in <laughs> great uh, Democratic <laughs> state reps from Milwaukee. But, but yes, absolutely. But, but, but this was that is how the same situation where Jeff Plaile yep. had a
1: lot of establishment behind him, Democratic establishment. Well, he had some unions. I, had some unions Ian behind and I
0: remember or. we were I was at and Citizen fighting. Action at that time, yeah. and Ian was with SEIU, and Ian played a actually a very important role in getting citizen actions endorsement for Chris Larson through and, and over at that time, I believe AFSME and WEAC were still supporting Playley, Mm -hmm. but they understood that he was not truly their friend and and allowed the citizen action endorsement to go through and and a number of other groups, uh, League of Conservation Voters, uh, who really got out in in SEIU and other unions who really AFT, um, got behind larson and and it really made it happen. And, and it won right it showed you can defeat you can do
1: it yep you can take out corporate democrats as well as republicans who are on the right wing and so, destroying the destroying so this the is state. a
0: bigger hurdle though it is and we're not talking about um
1: still so more state liberal kind of just straight right.
0: district that plainly right. occupied although he did have oak creek and some very conservative parts where we've got the whole county still right. a about a 60% Democratic county, so this right. ought to be something winnable. However, um, the age-old problem of resources, money, special interests. Uh, Chris Abley is a special interest in and of himself. himself right? He can yes. self-fund. Son and of a billionaire, can
1: fund his own campaign. Dumped a lot of money dumped in. Dumped with half a million dollars in the first two months of his campaign. That's right.
0: So, so, so big hurdle, but yet this is exactly the spot for the Working Families Party to come in and provide some organization yes. organized both resources and bodies yes. to give Chris a chance right so so I, mean, I we think have we an opportunity. we're looking at
1: the model of the Chuy Garcia race he was going up against Rami Manuel
0: Let let our listeners know so, I think many may know but so yeah.
1: in you know last year the um you know Chicago mayoral election you had Rami Manuel who was the former chief of staff of Barack Obama president of Obama mm-hmm. who was the, the uh former congressman very powerful yep. person in, in Democratic establishment politics who had what, well, like a nine to ten million dollar fundraising advantage, and you had Chuy Garcia, who was on the with the county commission, the Cook County Commission, um, running against him, lost what, by eleven yes. percent, being outspent more than how much to one. I mean, it was one of those David and Goliath battles, and you could say if 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 there was organizing earlier, he could have won that, you know. And, I, and so I think that we looked at that model and said, let's get on the ground early, let's get us a candidate, let's all. Um, coalesce around this candidate, let's put resources on the ground and field and mail and, and, and doors and talking to people about Chris Abley's lousy record at the county. And I think the more people that learn about his lousy record of governance at the county, his incompetence as a county executive, the better the chances are for Chris Larson. I think the message is getting out there, that people are starting to see that something's wrong in Milwaukee County and maybe there's there needs to be a change in leadership.
0: So one of the reasons why... It's, uh, it's important to have the Working Families Party is we, we organization and to that event um, we got a really critical primary coming up on mm-hmm. Tuesday um, Very critical. many of our listeners will hear this on Friday or they may listen to it Saturday and um, there's significant effort going on yes. uh, th- through the Working Families <laughs> Party I was um, yes. phone banking last night but why don't you tell our listeners about what's going on this weekend and how they can get involved yes. and help out and make sure that we can get Chris through this primary so Chris wor- Larson, that is. Chris Larson, right.
1: <laughs> Not the other guy. So I know the working families part of, we have operations outside of MTA, which is on 51st and Valete. Yep. Um, starting at 10 o'clock a.m. on Saturday, you can come in, do phone calls. You can knock on doors. Whatever work we have for you, we will deploy people and make folks feel useful. Um, and I know that the Larson campaign is headquartered off of King Drive and Garfield. Is that it? I'm not that sure. Corner? I've
0: only been working through the yeah, working families. Party. I think it's
1: King and Garfield. <laughs> so if you if you want to you know stop by the Larson campaign and volunteer directly for him, more than welcome to do the same. Uh, we're going to be going out for Chris hard for Chris Larson this this Saturday, knocking on doors, talking to, to voters, and getting them out to vote. We'll also be doing things for other candidates such as Chevy Johnson running for alderman in the second district, Khalif Rainey running for alderman in the seventh district, which who I'm excited about too. These are two young African American progressive leaders. Khalif Rainey, who's at the county board, who's champion, who helped champion living wage from the back, from the shadows. Yep. You know, g- you know, getting votes, doing doing the dirty work, and then championing the Office of African-American Affairs, challenging ably on crucial racial questions of equity and equality in, in county government. Uh, so we, we're going to really have a, a kick-ass. Can I say that on, on this podcast? We're a podcast. <laughs> you just did. <laughs> we're going to have really a kick-ass uh, campaign event on Saturday at the MTA, so people come out, come see what the Working Families Party is about, go talk to your neighbors, talk to different voters about why we need to get get out the vote on Tuesday because this could be transformational and in, in really uh, create a new chapter for Milwaukee County government and, and the city of Milwaukee politics, in my opinion.
0: well. I think it's critical. I really hope folks will get out. I will be there. The whole Citizen Action crew will be over at uh, MTA. And look, it's going to be cold. Very cold. Please do not use that as an excuse not to come. We can put you on phones. If if you do not want to go out and do doors, there are plenty of phone calls to be made. Mm -hmm. And... um, we're encouraging people to get there by 10 a.m., but you can come anytime yes. uh, until 6 p.m., both yes. Saturday and Sunday. Yes, And folks can come by Monday and Tuesday on Election Day. Calls to be made in a low turnout election. Mm-hmm. Last-minute get-out-the-vote work is absolutely critical to remind folks because there's not going to be a lot yeah. of information, and um, it makes a huge difference. So we it really want to encourage people. It's not enough for us just to... Um, you know, go vote for Chris uh, Larson. We really need to help get out and get this work done, and right. that is all a part of the spirit of the working families. It's, it's a part matters. of the movement
1: of of really saying we got to build a fire team. So we're looking at the county board as this is our fire team. We're looking at the, the city council as this is our fire team. This is how we're going to recruit and train and work in coalition with a, with a new wave of progressive leaders on the issues that we all care about. And I think that the Chris Ably Chris Larson race is just it's just, it's a gut check for progressives. It's a gut check for folks who believe in democracy, who believe in public assets, who believe in public governance, who believe in labor, who believes in racial equality. Like this is the time, this is the moment we must seize it. And I'm glad to be part of this this movement with the Working Families Party that's challenging the status quo and really pro- providing a safe haven for progressives and radicals like myself. So,
0: so Ian, if uh, someone's listening and they want to get involved with the Working Families Party, how do they become a member?
1: How do they become a member? You can go online to Working Families, the Working Families Party website. You could be a recurring member at $5 a month, $60 a year. I am. Huh?
0: I am. That's what yeah, I do?
1: I am. I'm All I right. as well. So, um, and, and you should know that we don't take any corporate donations. You know, so we're not taking any pack checks from banks we're not taking any corporate donations our money comes from um, organizations like labor unions and it comes from community organizations and people like matt brusky who, who donate every month <laughs> we, to the need we need we more we need more people we need more people so Folks, five dollars recurring yeah. member please do it um this is like i said if you've been on the sidelines waiting for a chance to really dive into local politics to dive into a political movement to dive into something different than what we've been seeing in prior elections, this is the moment. Please come out this Saturday, 10 o'clock a.m. Uh, to MTA on 51st and Valley, and volunteer your time for the Working Families Party. Sign up as a recurring member, and, and let's make Milwaukee great again.
0: Well, Ian, I wanna thank you for not only the decade of um, you know, you re- seriously put a lot of uh, your your time, your energy, and your heart into yeah. Milwaukee and the, yeah. its politics, it's my, it's and it's place. great to have you back it's my here Gotham, you know, <laughs> working my Gotham. working here in Milwaukee, and I want to thank you for coming on the podcast. Oh, no and, problem.
1: This is wonderful. I actually feel special that I'm finally invited to be oh, on the podcast. Maybe well, I will be it invited be the, It again. won't be the
0: last, that's for sure. I assume the Working Families Party, where we, we think it's... Instrumental in, in trying to figure out how we yeah. change the politics here, and so yeah. we're, we're really happy to be a part of it, and really appreciate you took the time. No, here. no problem. I appreciate we'll, you guys as well. We'll see everybody on Saturday Hopefully, or this weekend at the NCAA. Come out! All right, thank okay. you, and that concludes this special edition of the Battleground Wisconsin podcast.